Welcome to the Queen of Comebacks, the podcast that's on personal growth, transformation and self-love. My name is Farana and I'm here to guide you to become unapologetically strong, embody self-love and step into your power. Every Thursday you'll get new insight and inspiration on how you can move from surviving to thriving. After the episode, the conversation continues in our Survive, Transform and Thrive Facebook group. So I can't wait to see you there. Welcome back, Queens, to Queens of Comeback podcast, all about um, personal growth, transformation, and self-love. Um, with us today, we have Dr. Dawn Mensch, and um, she has won 41 international awards um, as the author of Queen Vanita Educational Series, uh, including the Special Recognition Champion Award for Conquering Disabilities with Film. She holds a PhD in Curriculum and uh, Instruction a master's degree and a clear credential in moderate severe disabilities and a bachelor's degree in human development. Dr. Mensch has been teaching students with severe cognitive delays for over 20 years. She has three children and five beautiful grandchildren and lives in Southern California. Dr. Mensch, thank you so much for joining us today. Well, thank you for having me. This is so exciting. <laughs> um, so can you tell us more about your story why are you here today as the queen of comebacks um tell, <laughs> let our listeners know what what makes you a queen of comebacks well i was getting divorced and there was some domestic violence and it was it was really a rough period in my life and i was already teaching um my students so i had a career but i wanted to do something for myself um and so what I decided to do, I had written a book in my credentialing class. They asked us to write a math book. So I had written this book and I actually had my students in it and it was called Queen Victoria. And all of my adventures are based on real people and my real adventures. So I decided to publish the book. So I turned it, I named it after my grandmother, Vernita. So Queen of Vernita's Visitors was my grandmother. And everyone I put in the book is someone in my family. This is my nephew and my niece and my mom's in here. This is my granddaughter. And so when I published it, all I was doing was publishing one book. And I immediately started winning awards. I won first place in the EV Awards out of Colorado. And I started getting interviews and people started asking, well, what are you going to do next? And I was like, well, I'm not doing anything next. I was just publishing the book. And I also began my PhD in curriculum instruction. So these two things kept me really busy. And my focus was back on myself and my own life rather than my divorce and the things that were happening that weren't, that weren't really good. So we decided that the queen was going to travel around her kingdom to the different regions and learn about what was going on in the different areas because I love to travel. That is something that my grandmother uh, instilled in me. She was a world traveler. And my mother uh, had taken me traveling and we liked to camp. And so that's what I started doing. My next book was on Alaska. So we went to, I've been to Alaska uh, uh, three times. And the one thing I did was I went snorkeling in Sitka in the icy waters. So this is the queen snorkeling. We had to wear a dry suit. 
so that we didn't freeze, but it was lots of fun. And the queen uh, went whale watching. And I actually did go on this, this trip with my grandmother. And we saw seals and otters. And then I did one. I had a friend who lived in Kona, Hawaii. And I visited him a lot when I was getting divorced because all I had to do was fly there. I stayed in their house with them and they took me around Kona. So this one is based on that. And this illustration, he had this tree in his yard and there was a zebra bird in the tree. So in this book, this little girl is, she's blind. She's deaf, no, I'm sorry, this one is deaf. She's deaf and so she's looking at the bird. And I've included disabilities in my books. This page is on listening to the ocean. So this child um, is listening to the ocean and all of these adventures are mine. This one came from, I took my, my son got married in Hawaii. So we all traveled there for a week. And my son-in-law was taking a picture of an eel and it actually jumped up out of the water and grabbed his camera and pulled his camera down. And luckily they got the camera back, but this is, I turned this into an illustration. So this, this is actually my friend's granddaughter and we had gone to Hawaii. And so she's trying to draw a picture and the eel grabs her thing. So that's the little story on this page. And this one, this one, this one is my mom's favorite one. This one we went, or there was 19 of us. And we went to uh, Williams, Arizona and we rode a train to the Grand Canyon. And then we rode on the Polar Express. This picture is actually my grandson wow. who's being held by Santa Claus. He was so tired he just fell asleep in his arms because we had ridden the train all day, gone to the Grand Canyon where it was snowing and then came back, put our pajamas on, rode on the Polar Express, and they read the story and Santa walked around and we, and we sang Christmas carols. And so that's what this book is about. This page, these are actually my grandchildren and there was a bandit. So they, the horses drove up next to the train or they rode next to the train, got on the train and pretended to rob us. So the bandit picked up my grandsons like this. And so this is where this illustration came from. They're from my actual pictures. This one is my son and my daughter-in-law and my granddaughter, Madison. And just yesterday, this little family had a brand new baby. So Olivia was born yesterday, my sixth grandbaby. So she'll be in the next book. <laughs> and this one, these are my sons and they were sitting at the edge of the Grand Canyon. And it looked like they were hanging over the edge. So we were all panicked and you know getting really upset. And they were laughing because there was actually a ledge right underneath them. So they weren't hanging over anything, but it looked like it. And so that one was, this one was based on that travels. And so that's something that I did um, when I was getting over my divorce and trying to build a new life for myself. And so I started concentrating on my books. I started doing book signings and book events, and that was a lot of fun. I had, when this one came out, this one, this one is my little brother. He's an astronomer at JPL. 
So he helped me write this book. And in this book, we have, it talks all about astronomy. And this is Jake and Jake has cerebral palsy. So all of the book's formats are each, it's, day, it's based on the year, the, the year, 12 months. So each month has a new subject and a new person. And then there are seven facts about that subject um, for each, one for each day of the week. So this one explains cerebral palsy and it gives you seven facts. So when the child is reading the books, there are children within the books who are just part of the book. They're just living their lives and the, and the queen meets them. So it gives you a little snippet of the disability so that you have information about it, but it's not overwhelming. This one is Jeremy and Jeremy was one of my students and he has Down syndrome. So there's, this is Cora, the teacher, and there are seven facts about Down syndrome. So if a child's reading this book, they're gonna get a little bit of information about the disability. So if they're at school and they see someone that might have Down syndrome, then they know a little bit more about it and they're not, they're not as weary of going up and just saying hi or playing with the child. You know, they have a better understanding of it. But because I just put little snippets in there, and the children are actually living with the characters, it's not as, as um, isolating for them. Wow, absolutely amazing. It's unbelievable that you put all of these beautiful stories together. You have so much to, for, for, for your, that you will leave over for your grandchildren. Such beautiful yes. stories <laughs> that you will leave behind. And the fact that you um, uh, do um, touch on disabilities is really amazing also because it is good that we, um, our kids know more about disabilities. Um, like you said, now it's not only to see, okay, this, this person got this um, disability, but also understand what a disability is about. V very beautiful, I must say, very beautiful. Yes, this one was also based in Kona, Hawaii. And this is one of the ones that I entered. I entered this one in my astronomy book into the Conquering Disabilities with Film Festival. Now at that point, my, my series has won, I stopped counting at 41 and I've won several since then. So someday I'm gonna sit down and really figure out Stop how many I've won at this point. <laughs> okay. But I saw, an, I saw the notice on Facebook for the film festival. And I'm like, I've never done that before. And I like to try things, try things that are new that I haven't done. So I contacted the director of the film festival and she said, sure, you can enter your books because I do not write screenplays. Um, I don't have a screenplay on my books just yet, but so I entered them and I won the special recognition champion award for the whole series. And this is why I entered this one. This is Ireland and Heather and Ireland has Rett syndrome. And so in this story, Ireland is making lays for her classmates and her mom's helping her. So she's explaining to the queen why her mom is helping her and about Rett syndrome and it, what it does to your body. And this one, this one is Connor and his dad. Now Connor was one of my students and he has autism. And Connor uses a communication device to speak because he's nonverbal. So he can understand you when you're talking to him, he just can't speak to you. So he uses his device. And so in this page, he's explaining to the queen what his communication device is, 
and why he's using it. So if a child is reading this book, they're gonna learn about sharks and lava tubes and volcanoes, but they're also gonna learn about the children that have a disability. I'm trying to turn the picture. And so if they're, they're at school and they see a child who's walking around with an iPad, because that's what the communication device is. <clears throat> they might think, well, why does that child get to use, a, use a, a toy at school? You know, why do they get to play video games? Well, they're gonna read this and they're gonna understand, oh, that's not what it is. They're using that to communicate. And then they will know to address, you know, to look at the communication device and see what the child is trying to tell them. So it's not overwhelming and it's not going to intimidate someone and say, well, I don't want to learn all of that. It's just, it's just a child who's in the book, who's learning about volcanoes just like they are, but he just has a different way of speaking to them. Now this picture, this was actually my son. And we went to Tahiti and we took a cruise around all of the islands. And we were in Bora Bora and we went down, we went snoobling. So what we did is we wore a really heavy helmet and we went down um, about 12 feet. So it's kind of a combination between scuba diving and snorkeling. And so we were feeding the fish uh, bread. And so all of these fish surrounded him. And this is from an actual picture that we took while we were there. So if someone wanted to go in and look at, you know, my books and in my Facebook, I have albums for each book. And you can look at the album and it'll show you the actual pictures of our adventures. And so you can see what we did. And I have found that, that people are reading my stories. And there was, I did an interview with someone from St. Louis and his, his friend knew who I was. And she had been checking out my books at the library. And I didn't know my books were even in the library in St. Louis. Wow. But she had been reading them with her son. And so she decided to take him traveling because of the books. And they're like, oh, that is so wonderful. And I have a friend that's a teacher in Washington. And he also uses my books. He works with the, the refugees from Somalia. And they come over here and he teaches them um, how to learn. He teaches them English and he teaches them job skills. So he uses my books for the families. So that the adults are learning to learning English, but they're reading with their children too, who are also learning English with my books. And so for me, that is just the most fascinating part of starting my journey is that now people are using my books to assimilate into our country. My books are read in Africa. I have videos of children and I don't know where in Africa I have to, I would have to look it up but there was a little girl who was reading my Alaska book um, for her classmates in Africa on her birthday oh, wow. and I have other little children just reading my books and it's just so fascinating to me that they're being read worldwide now and when I started my journey I just was publishing one book I wasn't doing anything else I hadn't thought about going to book events or anything. So it's been a really interesting journey for me. I can only imagine. Um, what I wanted to ask is, um, what age group is your books for, uh, for kids? 
that's the wonderful part. So my books are pre-K, so maybe four, three and four and five-year-olds who are learning uh, days of the week, months of the years, and the seasons. And that would be this one. This one is also pre-K to first grade. And so is this one. This one just came out just a few weeks ago. And this one is on camping trips that we take on the beach. Our family goes every year and we go camping on the beach. So this one has surfing and body surfing and camping. And this picture, Jovan. I had, this was my OT therapist in my classroom and she is from Maine. So she's from across the United States and she was staying here. So she wanted to go to the beach. And so we went there during COVID and that's when you couldn't stop on the beach. You couldn't sit down, you couldn't do anything. So we walked along the beach and my grandson swam next to us on the beach as we're walking. So we're walking and this huge jellyfish comes up on shore. So she's hopping over it, trying not to step on it. So that's where this picture came from. <laughs> so it was a real life experience. And then my books go all the way up. These, the Alaska one and the Hawaii one. And this one is based on the coastline of California. It talks about stalagmites and stalactites and octopus and tide pools. These are all like third and fourth grade. And then I have this one that is on New Orleans. And these go up to fifth and sixth grade. So that would be the astronomy one. I have a paddle boat one. I have one on Baja, Mexico. This one talks about the French Quarter, jazz music, slavery, plantations, the Underground Railroad. And we also went, if I can find the picture. We have the Underground Railroad. So this one has more mature information. So this would be for an older child. But I actually had an adult who bought the book because they were going to New Orleans and they wanted to read the book before they went. So I have adults that are using the information also. <laughs> for traveling. Oh, of course, yes. Mm -hmm. Absolutely amazing. Um, just let me just ask again, how many books have you written so far? Okay, I have 13 published. Okay. I have one that we're working on. It only needs two more illustrations. And so it should be out by the fall. And then I just got through traveling to uh, Wyoming and um, I'm going to do a new book on a family that I knew I've known since I was in fifth grade. And so that'll be out probably after Christmas. So there, there's, we're con I'm constantly getting a new one out. <laughs> <laughs> And such beautiful memories because this is all your travel stories and one day your great great grandkids will still read about your your adventures it's absolutely go, grandma why are we in the book again <laughs> <laughs> they're getting they're getting used to being in the book but um we want to talk about um getting conquering you know some bad things that happen in your life that is one thing i really started doing the interviews for I started doing them during COVID and I wanted to get more, more exposure and I had because I was teaching from home, I had more of an opportunity. And one thing that happened to me is I was actually stalked by someone who didn't want me to date someone I was dating. And 
this, I actually wrote this book three years ago and I just now published it. So it's not part of the series, though it's still based on a king and queen. But I am the queen and the man is the king. And this woman who said that she was women's group said that I was a dragon slayer. So I made the dragon the bad person and the dragon is trying to, says he's helping the king and the kingdom. And all of a sudden the kingdom has all this black smoke coming up and the crops are dying and the flowers are dying and nobody knows what to do. So the king is trying to figure out what to do. And he actually catches the dragon blowing the black smoke because she's upset. And he tells her she has to leave because it's not okay to hurt people. And then everything grows back. And this is him telling her to go away. And she does, she goes away. And then the, the crops grow and the flowers flourish and the king and queen are happy again. But it's a book that's based on not hurting people and you know, learning how to deal with your own emotions. And this one is actually trending in the UK. I read it for a bedtime story podcast and it's trending there in all sorts of countries from there. I did a, a virtual book reading with a class from Paraguay that they were, they were learning about authors and they were in the second grade. And so I read this story to them and I gave it to another author and her and her son, he was six and they read the book and it was so cute. And they were doing exactly what an author wants someone to do when they're reading their books is he was learning vocabulary and he was problem solving for the king, what the king should do to make the dragon stop. And it was so cute. He said that the, the king should put like a pile of food and there would be a net. And so the, they, they would catch the dragon in the net and then he asked how come the guards didn't help didn't help the king and it was it was really cute how he was problem solving through the story and talking about the story and at the end he decided that the dragon did not mean to hurt anybody and that's probably not true but it's nice that that's what the conclusion that he came with because now he's learned that it isn't okay to hurt people that if you're upset, you have to keep your emotions to yourself, you know, and deal with them yourself, not hurt other people. And so it, it's just a helpful book and it's a little fairy tale and it's a wonderful bedtime story. <laughs> so we turned a very negative thing into something positive. Absolutely. Very beautiful, I must say, that you turned from what you came from to all of all of this, such beautiful stories <laughs> and educational and inspirational stories that you've written from your adventures um, throughout your travels and so forth. Absolutely amazing. I, 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 I mean, all honestly, so many, many oh, books you. of sharing your, 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 your adventures. Um, so where would, where can our listeners um, find your books? Um, my publisher is Rushmore Press. I have a website, Dr. Don Menge. They're on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Walmart, um, all, all sorts of online retailers. Or you can contact me at my Facebook, Don Menge One, Instagram, Don Menge, or my Twitter, Queen Vernita. And if you'd like an author signed copy, just let me know and I will send them to you. They're, I sell them for $12 and plus shipping. So if you would like a book, just let me know. And if you're not sure what age range, you know, that's suitable for your child, 
um, just let me know and I will give you um, some suggestions of what would be a good, a good uh, timeline for them. Awesome. Um, can you just please repeat your, your social media where they can find you? You said Facebook? Yeah, I have Facebook, Dawn Menge One, and I have Instagram, Dawn Menge, and I have a Twitter, Queen Vernita, and my website, you can write to me on my website also, it's Dr. Dawn Menge, and my publisher is Rushmore Press. Awesome. So if I would, I would listen to this, um, okay. Uh, what I want to say is, um, do you have any last words for our listeners? Is there uh, yes. a message that you want to leave with them? If you're going through something tough and you don't know like what to do, focus on yourself and find out what your passion is. My passion was teaching and traveling and writing my books and getting my PhD. That was my passion because my passion is disabilities. But you can have anything. If you like to garden, start gardening. Join a gardening group. Get, get some peers around you that are positive and who are gonna help support you. If something's happening to you and it's, your fam it's someone in your family or someone who's a friend of the family and they're abusing you, it's harder to get people to, to pay attention to that. So. You need to join a group. There's lots of professional groups, counseling groups. You need to talk to someone. And if someone is gaslighting you, which means they're they're doing things to you and you're not quite sure that it's happening, but you know it's happening. Um, like when I was going through this, this woman actually had my neighbors harassing me and they, they were coming into my house and they like cut my sheet. You know, and so I left it for work and my sheets were fine. And I came back and it was cut and it was like, wait, I don't, it wasn't like that when I left. That's gaslighting where you can't quite figure out what's going on, but it is going on. And it's, it's, they're doing it to upset you. And so when you get upset, it, it makes them feel better. They don't have the sympathy and empathy that you would want them to have. So you, that's one thing you have to make sure that you don't give them the reaction that they want. And so just, you know what, if something bad is happening to you, look for support. And if you can't find it within your own family, you can find it somewhere else. Absolutely. I agree on that one. It's important to have a circle of positivity, a circle of, of support as yes. well. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for sharing your beautiful stories and your adventures and all your books. Um, I wish you all the best. Um, with your with your new books and so forth and congratulations for the new baby your granddaughter oh, thank you. so your grand, grandchild <laughs> <laughs> um thank you so much for joining us and for sharing your story it was really wonderful okay. having you here today um thank until you. next time listeners um would um please if you want to would like if you have any questions you can leave a message or you can email me or you can e email dr dawn as well, if you are interested in buying our books. Um, thank you, everyone. Until next week, goodbye. Mm -hmm.